Hi, everybody. <laughs> Day two of the prospect uh, NHL Prospects Tournament is complete, and as promised, we are bringing a full recap well, mostly of the Red Wings, but a recap <laughs> of day two the and how it went. Full recap. Um, I hope you liked the first recap of day one. If you haven't listened to it yet, go check it out. Um, day two is pretty interesting as well. It started mm-hmm. with some different teams winning than I actually thought were going to win. So, they kind of flip flopped a little bit. Yeah, so there were four more games um, as per usual. Four? Three? Four? four. four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crazy. There's four, you guys. <laughs> Uh, Rach, why don't you go through some of these for like five what years. Are the scores? <laughs> oh, that's nothing. One before you go through the scores, this has probably been the busiest oh, prospects goodness, tournament yes. we have ever been to. We've been mm-hmm. to the last five seasons, I think. Five seasons, yep. Um, and this has to be the busiest we've ever experienced, which is great because these prospects are getting a lot of oh yeah attention a lot and more attention. As you know about Access Hockey, MI, which is who we are. We what? love prospects, <laughs> so we're just happy these guys are getting some attention. This Anyways. is our jam. Anyway. <laughs> so, Rach, why don't you talk about some of the teams that won and some highlights from there those There was games. definitely some flip-flopping uh, with the scores, um, some unfortunate results for a few teams here. So, Dallas faced off against New York, um, and it was a brutal 6-4 to loss um, for Dallas, which is pretty unfortunate, but New York was able to find their chemistry, which on day one we had mentioned they didn't have any chemistry. They struggled. They had a six to I think it was a six to two loss. Yeah. On day one, so they really bounced back on that one. Yeah. One notable um, that we saw from that game was a man named Adam Fox got five points. So he got three mm-hmm. assists and two goals, which yep. that's huge. That's insane. And he's just now he was apparently first drafted with Calgary Flames mm-hmm. in 2016. So he's right now on the New York roster, and that's great for yeah, him. Yeah, it's good for him. He's he's really stepping up. He had three seasons in Harvard, so he had that college development. So I yeah. think that's really helping. But he came in to play a lot for New York. And another cool notable for that one is Dallas's Joel Kivin Ranta. I believe I said that right. Kivin Ranta. It's kind of a tricky one. He, despite their loss, got a hat trick. Yeah, so for Dallas, out of yeah. their four goals, he got three of them. So that's pretty impressive. That's so a huge even, individual effort. Oh yeah, huge. even with these losses, these a lot of these individual players, they're really stepping up and really showing what they can do. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is, of course, the that's goal the point of these. Ter- these. It's the goal. Yeah. Is that a pun? <laughs> <laughs> of these tournaments. So, yeah. Uh, Minnesota took on Columbus, who currently, well, now after their three to two overtime win, Columbus now holds the lead, or they tie the lead with Toronto Which in the tournament. Is no surprise. No. Because they've already won, like Rachel said in the first podcast, they've won five, five championships of this yep. tournament. So twenty one seasons, it's been going on and they've won five yep um and it looks like they're set to win their sixth but they're also yeah. tied with toronto in their first in their season, inaugural season in their which, first season yeah. so they both have two games under the belt that they've won but yeah let's keep talking about Minnesota. So, <laughs> so the big standout for columbus is that Vinny vevelinen um another hard one to say he's from finland he was their goaltender it was his north american debut mm-hmm. um and he made 28 saves in that win so that was a big deal for him a big confidence boost getting yeah. you know his first start on north american ice granted it's just a prospect tournament but it's, it's huge still big you gotta I get mean, your feet wet you gotta get used to it you gotta get noticed and of mm-hmm. course he was noticed to get picked for the team mm-hmm. initially but now yeah. to show what he's got that's great that's a name you're gonna want to remember yeah. um i'll write <laughs> i'll write it in the description you're gonna want to say it over and over to <laughs> it's yourself. a tricky one it's got a lot of v's in there um and then uh before we talk about the wings and blues last but certainly not least um, Chicago and Toronto. It was an unfortunate defeat for Chicago, six to three. Who now has no wins under their belt after two days? So well, that's... they they won. Uh, it's one one. They split it. So oh, they split. Okay. They beat us. Oh, uh-huh. I remember that. <laughs> that was fun. Five four. <laughs> Thanks, Hack. Um, but Chicago, they they're officially eliminated from the title round. They could at best 
get third place um, in Tuesday's final uh, matchups, but they can't win the championship at mm-hmm. this point after this loss. Um, it was it was pretty brutal. Yeah, but... something um, interesting about that. So, of course, like I said before, Toronto, it's their inaugural year. So this is their first year, and they've already won the two games they've played so far. Um, and showing their maturity on the ice, mm-hmm. I think, has been huge. And like we said, their chemistry is mm-hmm. already pretty set. There was something interesting about, so Kirby Doc is a recent draftee of Chicago's, and it was said by the coach that um, he kind of let his emotions get in the way because mm-hmm. he ended up getting two bench minor penalties in that game, Yep, and he was on the ice for all of Toronto's goals. Or well, three of the first three, yeah, yeah. three of Toronto's goals. So that's huge. <laughs> yeah, and the, it's, it's just part of the development. And yeah. the coach, is, the Ice Hawks coach, um, Derek King, he had he had mentioned how, you know, that kind of stuff, yeah, in the OHL, it's kind of a junior team, junior league still, so you can kind of get away with that, but it's not going to work at the higher levels. And so mm-hmm. he's really got to learn to collect his emotions, especially, you know, the pressure gets to you, and that kind of stuff happens, especially yeah. with that many goals really quickly right off the bat. But mm-hmm. It's, it's still something he's kind of got to get a handle on, and he's obviously a very talented player, but that's going to be something that he's going to have to work on in the future. So now it kind of brings us around to the Wings and the Blues. Yeah. That was an exciting game. That was pretty awesome to see. Um, again, Valeno had two goals mm-hmm. in that game, which is a big deal. It just keeps showing his elite style of play mm-hmm. um, and just how he can match up to any team, basically. And he's, he's always, I think, he's always in the right spot. He's always making plays. And even when he can't get, or when he can't get the shot, he's making plays. Right. When he can't get the shot, he's scoring. So <laughs> I think that's been great to see. Um, who was a standout for you in that game against the Blues? Aside for aside from Volano, um, Luco Savages or Luco Savages should say. Well, wow, it's hard to say. I just butchered that one. <laughs> you, you said it right the first time. I did. What, what did you think? You he's said? a hard. I don't know. It just it's wasn't. Luco Savages. So Jared Luco Savages. It's a hard one. If you, I don't know. My brain just mixed that one. You said up. it right. <laughs> Slabbered all over. It. Anyway, Keep going. he he and I think we probably agree on this one. Chase Pearson. Yeah. Um, has been really standing out, and we talked about Pearson first, but. Um, I'm going to stick with Jared. I'm going to be on a first-name basis, so I don't butcher his name again. But he, I think he's been playing very, very hard. Yeah. Um, he's been driving. He got a goal last mm-hmm. night as well. Yeah, right. and he's, yeah, he's been really driving, I think, and really physically throwing himself into every play, mm-hmm. literally. <laughs> yeah, and he his speed is something that's great, too. And mm-hmm. um, Troy Loggins played on Friday, and we didn't mention him a ton, but I did want to shout out to him for his speed as well. Mm-hmm. What I've noticed about this prospects team for the Red Wings is their speed and their physicality, surprisingly. Yeah. And it's not something you see all the time in a Red Wings team, but we do see in Chase Pearson, mm-hmm. I'm surprised because we saw him with Grand Rapids for yep. a few games before the season ended. And I didn't see this I wasn't, physicality. I wasn't blown away. Well, no, I, didn't I didn't see this physicality. No, I didn't either. And I, all of a sudden, every time he's on the ice, mm-hmm. he's pushing someone around. And not in like a jerk way. No. Just in a, hey, I want the puck kind of way. Right. Which is great. Yeah. You should get the puck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good job. That's you're what you're supposed you're to do. You're doing your job. <laughs> I, I think, and I was, I was thinking about that too when he was with the couple games he was with Grand Rapids. He didn't really jump out at me in that way, but maybe maybe he was just holding maybe back. Just maybe he was nervous. And, yeah, he probably feels pretty comfortable. He's yeah. already wearing an A on his jersey this mm-hmm. season. So they do get like C's and A's for captain and alternate in this tournament. He's got an A. Mm-hmm. And uh, Giovanni Smith has an A and Tyro Hirose all have A's. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that is something too where he's he has to step up because when you do wear that letter, it's a it's definitely a certain level of expectation it is, yeah. of every style of play. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be able to be physical. You have to be able to contribute points. And 
I mean, that's why they're chosen mostly, yeah. you know, on and off the ice, right. character and performance. We got to stick with all those really good hockey cliches, right? On and off the ice, <laughs> really driving. Yeah, up play two hundred foot game, getting you know? those pucks in, getting get, deep. get in deep, get in front of the net. <laughs> it's our favorite. But with with that being said, I think there's a lot of a lot of individuals who don't put a lot of weight in the captaincy and the alternate captaincy, especially well as far as fans go, I would say, but. You see a lot of these teams with these players with those letters on there. You know they take it very, very seriously, yeah. and they play like it. And that's encouraging just with the sport that hockey is, yeah. that they take that leadership and that, that respect. Also, um, again, Moritz Sider, our recent draft mm-hmm. pick of this year, he played really well last night. Yeah. He had a couple um, bumbles that turned into turnovers mm-hmm. that turned into really good opportunities for St. Louis. Mm-hmm. But he w- I feel like when he makes a mistake, he makes it better real quick like he can yeah bounces he can, back. yeah he can quick bounce yeah. back from it and he doesn't it doesn't look like it affects him in a negative way when he does make a mistake so some players you can see when they make a mistake they're visibly shaken yeah. by it yeah like, i can't rec- you they almost look like they can't recover exactly yep. you know and i think that with him the couple mistakes i've seen him make he's just you know just okay move on let's get this right right keep going you know next shift next shift and that's something that a lot of people have been saying about him ever since he well this since this tournament started on Friday and just the couple games that he's played with them, that he's he is mature. He conducts himself well yeah. and mentally he's got his head on straight, which For is sure. huge. For sure. And then of course we talked about um we recently did a video about Gustav Lindstrom and I'm pretty excited for him as well. And even mm-hmm. seeing in the game last night, he really stepped up, I think, in that game as well. He did, yeah. And I think that he's just a really good big Swedish body to have on the ice and it's really helpful in the game. Yeah, it is. And with, with St. Louis, I mean, thinking about kind of how they played, what about St. Louis do you think was the reason for the fall apart? I mean, se- a seven-goal loss is pretty intense. I th- I, I, you know, I couldn't tell you again, of course, what like the only reason was, but it seems like after we got the first go-ahead goal, it wasn't too long after that go-ahead goal that we got another couple goals, which mm-hmm. is not normal. But those were also, I believe, Valenos were back-to-back. Yeah, And I yeah. feel like when he's on a roll, it doesn't matter what team. <laughs> There's and, no of course, stopping. this isn't just like a Valeno praise fest. It's no. just legitimate truth. Like It's just pointing it he out. He scored, and I'm fairly certain he had the next goal. You know, right. when he finds that pocket, he's going to capitalize. And I just think that the goalie, you could tell he was shaken, of course. Yep. And how can you not be win that many goals are against? I don't think it was the goalie's fault. I think it no. was, um, of course, good puck placement and maybe a little, of course, breakdown in, in D on St. Louis. Yeah, side. yeah. They seemed the the wings did seem to get under their D's skin a little yeah. bit and were able to get around them. Now we they they had started Chandler Romeo. Mm-hmm. Um, he's from Ohio State University. He was the an Red invitee. Wings. The Red Just Wings did. Confirm, yep, yeah, the Red Wings did. Comparatively with Caden Fulcher the night before, what do you think is? What stood out to you about his goaltending? I think that he has a different style than Fulcher. I think that Romeo was good in his laterals, and I feel mm-hmm. like he could fill in that pretty well, even being smaller than Fulcher. Yeah. So Fulcher's huge. He's very, very so, big. <laughs> he's just a big guy as far as tall. He's he's still filling out mm-hmm. um, weight-wise, but he's pretty tall. Um, but I think that Romeo, he came out, and I 
he just he knew where those mm-hmm. rebounds were, and that's something, of course, about St. Louis's goalie too. He had his eye on the rebounds, which yeah. is surprising that they got so many goals. I think for that reason, right? And, just, and, and like you it. said, though, it wasn't his fault though. Too, it was a defensive breakdown a lot of the time. Yeah, I mean, and when when team loses, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of things. <laughs> exactly. Well, and then when you know, I think Valeno and Zadina they were an excellent pairing. Yeah. In front, so they had his number. They were able to get things by him very quickly, and they worked well together. So I think that was kind of a deficit too, mixed with the defensive breakdown. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So um, Morgan, I can't for the life of me remember his first name. He's an invitee of the Red Wings, um, and he also had a goal last mm-hmm. night, if I'm not mistaken. I was surprised whenever he was on ice. He's someone who, and he's relatively new to us. I mean, before yeah. seeing him play in this tournament, we didn't know who he was except right. that he was an invitee. And I feel like he also made huge He was working just as hard alongside the guys as if he had been a part of that team forever. I really they I like all... his board play. He's mm-hmm. a very strong board player, and I think that's huge. Um, back to Romeo, though, I think that he um, he was confident. He played yeah. with a lot of confidence. Even yeah. after a goal, he didn't seem very shaken. You and know, that's he was something gonna with do goalies, I think, is they've got a very, very tough job in that sense because, I mean, you—, you you can't for them you you can't let it get to you You can't let the other team know that it's gotten to you and I think some goalies fall into the trap of letting their emotions and obviously it's a very frustrating position but I think you're right I think he did carry himself very well um in in the fact that when those goals did get let go it wasn't like he was sitting there just having this groan fest over in the net about it you know he just bounced back he got right back at it and it seemed like he was he was really quick. He was very smart. And you're with, like you said, placing those rebounds, which is extremely important. You let a bad rebound go and you're dead. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like the Red Wings, they've got um, good chemistry mm-hmm. with the team that they've got this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I did want to mention, so... Uh, We're just going to mention everybody. <laughs> you, well, Giovanni Smith, I want to be so careful to give shout-outs where they're mm-hmm. due just because I, I feel like t- it can tend to be like you look at the draft picks and then... Right. You're just only focusing on those players. There's so many mm-hmm. prospects that the players have to go through. And, of course, there's so many that the scouts have that right. the Red Wings organization sifts through daily and, and season after right. season. And you and I both know, and we both agree on this, that each one of them are so important. And they're oh, all yeah. so talented. Well, and they've you all know, been... so just, to like, <laughs> just to like hone in on one. I right. mean, one's not going to be the savior. Right. I think, and, and you're right with, with Giovanni Smith, but there's also, I mean, all of them. You go oh, I wanted to mention list. his fight. So oh. um, Giovanni Smith, he he's a chippy kind of a player. But like we said, he's grown a lot in the way that he's not just going to throw down at every single mm-hmm. time he gets there was, shoved. Yeah. But there was, you know, he wanted to fight someone and the guy agreed to yeah. it. So they throw down their gloves and... I would say it's not his best fight. No, it was no. very short lived. No, yeah, he he <laughs> lost his footing and fell, and then that was the end of that. And you know, of course, all the Blues fans are freaking out about it. Oh yeah, but he he literally just lost his footing. Yeah, and just I fell. I'm impressed with anyone who has the gumption to stand up to an mm-hmm. enforcer, um, such as Smith. He, yeah, he's, so he's good a job very scary to individual. the other. Saint there Louis is, Smith. and before I mean, before we kind of continue and, and and move on, I wanted to talk about Ryan Kofner. Yeah, he okay. So we got him last year with the Griffins. And he had very late with, the, with the wings, so it was super, super late in the season, and he didn't get a whole lot of ice time. Everyone's kind of wondering where he was going to be ending up because it was so late in the season. He has done an excellent job at this tournament. Yeah, um, I think he carries himself really, really well. Um, he came out of Princeton. He's he's a bigger guy too. So as a free agent, he came in one ninety five, six foot one. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a pretty decent amount of weight for that height too. But he is very, very, um, I think, patient. 
but aggressive along the boards. He can dig it out. He's he's patient with that, waiting for a guy to open up to where he can get it out. His footwork is really, really good and tight along the boards, I think, too. So that's something to watch out for because, I mean, still at this point, since he is a free agent signing, I'm sure he's a two-way. Trying to figure out where he's going to be fitting in the organization is going to be a head-scratcher, I think. Um, yeah. Just because there's so many good prospects we got to figure out what to do with. Yeah, um, Alex Regula is someone that mm-hmm. I'm kind of mm-hmm. waiting... Well, I'm kind of waiting for him to make something of himself in this <laughs> tournament. I don't know really how else to say it. I just, I feel like he's a good player and he's done yeah. a lot of good things in the tournament, but I, I think his skating is a little... Clunky? A little clunky, but he is big. And yeah. I, I think it tends to happen with a Kind of like Soderblom, too. Yes. He's a huge guy. They're big. And... You have a lot to skate on. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a lot to carry. <laughs> um, but also regular, I haven't seen a good actual, like a, a good slap shot from him. I guess I'm waiting for like a like a beautiful one Nicholas Lindstrom. <laughs> Blue Not liner. Really be Nick. <laughs> I know. But I'm kind of waiting for it. I want to see it. And I think he could be a really good player. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see him He's been be doing that, good things here and there. There's been yeah. glimpses where I think. He's he, reliable. That's yeah. one thing I'll say. You want to see that well-rounded. Yeah. Game. He's a he's a reliable yeah. defenseman. That's I love our defensive core this mm-hmm. year in this tournament. Because it's encouraging. I feel like they're all really reliable. And they keep it in the zone, and I love that. One thing to mention, another thing to mention. We are mentioning all the So things. many mentions. Um, <laughs> Philip Larson has not yet played. Um, and I really hope to see him, if not in this tournament, but in training camp. Mm-hmm. I just don't I don't know where he's been. I don't know yep. why he hasn't been playing. Yep. You know, he was working on an injury from college. Yep. Um, and I feel like he's been working on that for a long for time. For a couple months now, it seems like. But, I mean, I know everyone's getting a little impatient, deal. but he's supposed to be one of the big deals starting in Grand Rapids come October. So everyone's kind of like, okay, when are we going to see this kid? Yeah, and we're all maybe, waiting for this goalie that's Maybe they're holding from off heaven, until, you know? until training camp. But and another one, too, is um, McIsaac. Uh, sorry. <coughs> Jared McIsaac. He he was recovering from a shoulder injury. Um, so he's, he's kind of taken some time. He got cleared to skate in practice yesterday. And so he was taking some shots and working on some moves. Um, but it's going to take him a little bit, I think, to actually get back out and get healthy. But he has gotten the clear to get out there. So I don't know if he'll actually see any game time action, um, but he is kind of on his way to recovery. Um, and another thing another thing to mention with with these injuries and the players not skating, I know Capo Caco hasn't skated for New York yet either. A lot of times these players, they're, they're waiting for the right time. They've got to hold them off till training camp yeah. so they can stay healthy for their training camps. And so sometimes those prospect tournaments, it's not mandatory that they skate them. They're not rushing to push them in there I and guess, just to have them get injured I, again. Something, and I'm not a development coach, and I'm not what? a coach at all. What? But to me, I would think it's kind of like where I do work out. So it's kind of like when you work out, you have to start getting your muscles used to yeah. that kind of stuff again. And I'm not sure that, you know, just in practice is enough. But, you know, yeah. again, I don't – I'm not – a pro. So. Yeah, I, I can. But see. I can also think in like the heat of a game, doing something stupid that you're not yeah. thinking of, and then you injure because your body again. isn't ready for that. Yeah, I can imagine a goalie, especially because Larson's recovering from a groin injury. You know, yeah. that's that's kind of a that's big, a tender. That's thing a big deal for to recover. A yes. <laughs> Ask Dominic Hoshik. Right. <laughs> you don't just bounce back from too, those. Soon. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Like twenty years later. <laughs> 
But all that being said, I mean, these teams, there's a couple of the big stars that we haven't seen really produce much. Uh, Ty Delandria is another one I haven't seen too much from. Ty Delandria um, is now with the Dallas Stars, yep. just for everyone's. Yep. And and same, and I'm kind of wondering when we're going to see Capo Caco as well. That's so, true, because Caco, he's been a scratch the last couple mm-hmm. of days. So I, I'd, I want to see these. These big studs. You, you, you want to see them, but I do wonder if these teams are just like, okay, we got to hold off. We got to wait till yeah. training camp because we need them come the season. Yeah, I guess so. And that's just kind of how these things work. So in the next couple games, I mean, games kick off again Monday. Um, yeah, because I mean, it is a business at the same time. It is. <laughs> because they have to be the best they can be for mm-hmm. the teams and win the teams. And they're going to get the snot beat out of them physically when they jump into the preseason as well. That's mm-hmm. going to be huge physical demands. So, I mean, they got to keep them as healthy as possible, but... Um, games, games. Well, it's kind of a round robin style. So they got regular games on Monday again, yeah. um, and then the championship rounds are on Tuesday. So yeah. that'll decide everything. Columbus is in pretty dang good shape to take yeah. it again. Um, so hopefully the Wings can take care of that. <laughs> they I'm very impressed with their farm system. Yeah. I it, there's no wonder how they got so far last year, mm-hmm. even though it was kind of a shock that they swept Tampa Bay in the finals mm-hmm. or in the um, first round of the playoffs. Um. It's no surprise when you see this farm system, you see, I mean, even in, they had a full practice yesterday. So when other teams were just having a few people out, they had a full practice. It just shows that they're serious about what they do. They know exactly how to get where mm-hmm. they want to go. Mm-hmm. You're going to say that coach. Is <laughs> <laughs> okay. So everyone knows him. <laughs> everyone knows him as Tort. So John Tortella, it's, nice. a, it's a hard one to say. Um, he is the uh, the head coach for the Columbus Blue Jackets. He has, I have never seen him at that tournament Ever. before. We, and like I said, five seasons we've yep. done this. And he was there yesterday. So you know, these tournaments are something I think they're they're seeing how serious and how important these tournaments are. And with him actually being there, um, Chris Kunitz was there for mm-hmm. the Blackhawks yesterday. So it's attracting a ton of top talent scouts and obviously yeah. coaching staff. They're taking him seriously this year. And I think well, that, I that think speaks they, volumes. I think they always take him seriously, but yeah. I think that it's a great stage for them to see these prospects. It's mm-hmm. different to see them against other prospects to see how they measure up. And I just think that this tournament is the best and you all should come. <laughs> But um, so that is a recap of day two, which was on Saturday. Um, and then, of course, like Rachel said, we have games Monday and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So we'll be keeping you up to date via podcast. Um, <laughs> check out our website as well. Rachel is constantly updating that with her lovely spoken my, and written my words. <laughs> yes, and I am working ferociously on a lot of photos for you all. Ferociously as well, is so. the word for it. So we'll keep you guys up to date. If there's anything that or any prospects that you want to holler at us about, um, yeah, you well, know, don't yell at us. About yeah, them. don't just, yell, but just speak them. Yeah, and we we love talking about this stuff. So share it with your teams, and everyone's prospects are important, and yeah, we want them sure. to know that for, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. For so sure. thanks for listening, <laughs> as always, and we will talk to you next time. Bye, guys.